Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. So, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. This is your boy Brian, aka El Nino, and today I'm joined with. <laughs> Ryan Saber, Captain Cleveland, Browns, most importantly, Browns, Cavs, Indians. We are less than two weeks away from the kickoff of the NFL season, September 13th. Get ready. Bake Show Season 3 is upon us. I remember you saying that last year as far as Bake Show, but I'm pretty sure you lost like right out of the gate. (laughs) But, you know, I'm going to let Brad introduce himself real quick. You're hurting my feelings. Don't. He can't help that he's a Browns fan. Leave him alone. And I'm Brad Lambert, producer, talent manager, speaker out in Hollywood. Extraordinaire. Brad Lambert, extraordinaire. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. And thank you for coming back. Brad, of course, has been on the episode a few times. We're actually um, we were we were gonna kick off this what's good in Hollywood segment once a month. And, uh, you know, this is kind of like the prequel to it, I guess, you know, because of unfortunate circumstances. But, you know, we are going to catch up with Brad on a monthly basis um, starting uh, tonight. And then, of course, next month, you know, at least one Thursday a month. So you guys can kind of chime in, talk about favorite movie trailers. You know, movies are coming back into the fold, things like that. But right now, you know, the whole episode is going to be all things Chadwick Boseman. It was a, uh, a huge loss to not just the Marvel community, but honestly, I feel like the cinematic community in general. I feel like he was he was hitting his stride. Um, you know, to me, it's, it's, it's comparable to when we lost and granted we were not born then, but you know, when we lose greats like, uh, James Dean and Bruce Lee and and characters like that, that, you know, only came out with a few movies and, you know, multiple TV roles, but still it, it felt like he had so much left to offer. And the fact that nobody knew about it besides his own family, so, you know, we're going to start this off as just a roundtable conversation. We're going to start with Brad, you know, our man with our with the feet on the street out there in Hollywood. And just <laughs> kind of, you know, give us your thoughts and your take. And, of course, uh, you know, obviously what's been going on with, you know, whoever you've been kind of conversing with ever since this has happened. Did somebody yeah. say playoffs? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. That's right. NBA, Major League Baseball, and NHL are in full swing and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. Outside. So take full advantage of sports being back and get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And there is always the online casino as well as it never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the loss of Chadwick is is devastating, um, not only to the the Marvel universe or or film in general, but just the culture. You know, he was such a light of positivity and giving and kindness. Uh, the likes of which, like the dude's fighting for his life, he's fighting cancer himself while simultaneously visiting sick kids yeah. who are also fighting cancer. Um, It just shows you that, you know, when when you're able to be kind to others, when you're suffering, that is the ultimate strength. Um, So for me, it it was something that I really admired about him and respected about him. And it's a tremendous loss for the industry, for just 
you know, not being dramatic, but humanity. He was a good guy doing big things for a lot of people. And he changed the way the industry looked. Uh, he made it much more diverse, which I think is a beautiful thing as it should be. And he paved the way for like, uh, for likes of, you know, Simu who's playing uh, in the new uh, legend of the 10 rings, Shang-Chi. So, um, you know, really opening up the industry and making it more diverse and inclusive, which is so important. And, uh, he was just constantly giving. Uh, I had the opportunity to meet Chadwick once. Uh, it was at the Age of Ultron premiere, uh, 2015, 2016-ish. And uh, it was shortly after he was announced that he was cast as Black Panther and uh, T'Challa. So um, he was just coming off of uh, the movie Draft Day, uh, which uh, is a very niche film. But if you're a football fan, I guarantee you you've seen it. And I uh, played the character Vontae Mack, and uh, he did a tremendous job in the film. And I quickly grabbed him on the carpet and showed some love. And he was kind of floored that I saw that movie because um, it was a very small title. And um, he took a lot of pride in that, was very grateful and kind. And that's just what you heard about Chadwick in the industry is he was just constantly kind and warm and giving and uh, just, yeah, he will be, he will be missed and, that's probably the the biggest quality that I respect and admire the most in people is kindness and giving and, and, and love. And, and he embodied that and it's going to be a huge void as, as Downey put recently uh, for other people to step up and kind of bought. If he was floored that you'd seen that movie once, I wonder how he would have felt that I've seen it like 400 times. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, it, it was funny as we started this this episode, I was uh, I was thinking like, dude, like it, put something else on. Like, why are you wearing a brown hat? We're trying to respect, celebrate Chadwick. We are. And I remembered that, uh, you know, this is the one time you can, I guess, wear your hat with pride. Um, Vontae Mack no matter what <laughs> no matter what because that that was like the one time in team history where they were winners too bad as it was a, no no we weren't we were still losers we had the, we had we had the number one pick in that movie too yeah but <laughs> they set the team up for an outrageous yeah, yeah successful right. seasons to come yeah that's right well you know and, and it's funny that you mentioned that too as, as far as draft day because this is kind of technically I wouldn't say the second time he's played a Browns player. Like his first major league debut yeah. was on the Express. Floyd, yeah. Well, he he played, played, Floyd uh, Little. Yeah, Floyd Little. And the Express is one of my favorite movies because I am from upstate New York. Like I remember my dad telling me stories about Ernie Davis, the Elmira yeah. Express. And, you know, before him was Jim Brown. And a lot of people don't understand that the reason Jim Brown even got to start at Syracuse was because the first three running backs all got hurt. And Jim Brown was one hell of a lacrosse player, which anybody from upstate New York would tell you, lacrosse is embedded in you from like like fifth grade. Like sure. you are supposed to play lacrosse, plain and simple. Like I know nowadays like lacrosse players look like rich kid douchebags, but in upstate New York, like you you played lacrosse and you played football and you played whatever you could. So we love we love lacrosse players. So yeah. I, I don't believe that. Whatever. No, I, I, I never have. And it, honestly, I did not understand that until I moved down here, where there was like that rep. Because even when I lived in New York and Michigan, like you know, if you played lacrosse, you were awesome. And then you also learned that that's where Jim Brown came from. So hence Ernie Davis. And then that was actually um, Chadwick's first you know major movie role was as Floyd Little. Yep. So you know and. It, it's just one of those things where it's, it's just crazy that he is, whether if it's a small character or, you know, somebody like Jackie Robinson in 42, 
he has been a part of movies where they relate to like black historical historical figures doing their thing. You I know, th- go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say Spike Lee was talking about, they interviewed him for um, the five bloods and he, they talked about why they cast uh, Chadwick in that role. And, and the character that he played was a superhero. And he said, I mean, this guy, you know, Jackie Robinson's a superhero, Thurgood Marshall, James Brown, T'Challa, those are superheroes. Yeah. We had to get this guy to play a superhero. Yeah. And that's, you know, when, when you hear about Chadwick's career early on, he was known for turning down stereotypical roles. That's right. Yeah. The all and, my children, the all my yeah. children thing. And, and he really uh, kind of created a reputation for someone who was so outspoken about that. And he took it upon himself to really take on roles that would make a difference and bring light to a situation. And it's interesting. My goodness, he did that. It's interesting you bring that up because, you know, I had seen that Howard commencement speech and and I'll reference it again. uh, You know, when I go through my little spiel here, but one of the things, you know, he talked about that role, that role on all my children shockingly enough that's how he met michael b jordan and michael b jordan actually took that role over but i did not know that you know that was that was chadwick's first first role first real role and he was on the show for two days and they he went he auditioned for it and they said you know and if you ever need anything and if you guys haven't watched the Howard commencement speech from 2018, watch it. It's 35 minutes. It's riveting. But, you know, they said, if you ever need anything, you know, let us know. So two days in, they came back and they brought him into the office, like the producers and all that of all my children. They said, we love what you're doing. We want you to be here for a really long time. Is there anything we can do? And he said that he had an opportunity to, that was his opening. So the character that he was playing was sort of a, a gang member, a stereotypical Um, you know, black kid. Right. And, um, you know, his, his question was, you know, I don't necessarily have an issue with the way this role has been written, but I have two questions for you. Where's my father? And they gave him some stereotypical answer. And number two, why was, why, why can't we live with our mother? And they said, and he's talked about this in the interview. He said, well, cause she's a heroin addict, of course. And he's like, well, I guess that could be true. So, you know, even as a young man, I believe he was 17, 18 years old, didn't, had no acting chops, had no resume. Um, He had beliefs, he had, you know, courage, right? The courage to stand up and say, you know what, this is not right for me. And then, you know, went on with his career and struggled. And and one of the most, one of my most memorable things about him, I'll I'll talk about later, but uh, you know, that was sort of the jumping off point. And obviously it made him who he was. So very interesting. Yeah. You talk about courage, but the one thing that Chadwick also talked a lot about was purpose mm-hmm. and he understood his purpose and he lived his purpose with each and every day, with each and every role, uh, with each and everything that he got involved in. Um, and, uh, like I said, man, it's a huge void just of someone who was just so selfless in the way he carried himself and uh, was such an impactful guy on and off screen. It's, uh, it's heartbreaking. For, for those people, you know, not everybody is well-versed in, in Chadwick Boseman, right? I mean, they may just know him as T'Challa. So I think, you know, I wanted to just provide a little bit of a, of a background. Yes, please. Um, you know, Chadwick Boseman, 43 years old, was born and raised in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. 
He studied directing at Howard University in Washington, D.C., and this is where it really gets interesting. One of his teachers was Felicia Rashad. And for anybody that grew up in the 80s, everybody knows Felicia Rashad is, is, is Claire Huxtable from, from The Cosby Show. Mm-hmm. So she was one of his uh, teachers, and she utilized one of her really good friends, Denzel Washington, to sponsor a group of kids, a couple kids that, that had an opportunity to go to the British American Drama Academy to really kind of at Oxford to become directors. Um, you know, this guy played Jackie Robinson. He played James Brown. He played Thurgood Marshall. He pl- played T'Challa. Brad talked about Vontae Mack, but his true passion, even though he played all these iconic characters, the most iconic being Vontae Mack, his true passion was, was writing and directing. He studied to be a director. That was his true passion. And, and this is where it starts getting, getting interesting and gives you a real perspective of who he was as a person. He only became an actor to learn and be able to better relate to actors to improve as a director. That is the true mark of genius. When you have a person that understands the big picture, has sort of the, the role that they want to play, but they see value in all the other folks in the value chain around that role and understanding what they do to make them better at what they do. And that to me was a true indicator of who he was as a person. He was a movie star first, right? But above all, he was an artist. The guy was, was very artistic. Uh, he brought grace and presence to all of his roles. Uh, he was full of charisma in life. And I think you can see it, that smile, the energy on the screen, just the way he carried himself. As, I mean, he was a king. He was T'Challa. Uh, his true power was, was, was bigger than movies or acting, though, right? And I think anybody will agree with this next statement that I'm going to make. He inspired a generation of people and changed the perception of not only what a superhero could be, but he changed the perception of what a superhero is. Yeah. Right? It's not this rough and tumble, bang them up. You can be this graceful person that, that lives life with purpose and, and does all these different things with you know regal and honor you saw the politicians you saw the actors you saw the athletes lebron lewis hamilton soccer players in the premier league honoring him on the field i mean he transcended sort of the movie and tv realm and went outside of that uh i thought the statement and i talked about this on our interview last night with um yes weekly a little bit i I thought the, the statement by ryan coogler the director of the black panther was you know, extremely touching and profound. You know, he described Chad as a leader, uh, as a man of dignity, and he talked about him being an epic fireworks display on screen, which I thought was spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I think about that first scene of of Get On Up, where he's walking around as James Brown, old James Brown in a bathrobe with a shotgun. You're like, <laughs> what, what is this, right? An yeah. epic fireworks display on screen. You know, and, and, and I thought that, that that article, that letter by Ryan Coogler was very sort of, um, 
you know, he, the selfish isn't the word I want to use, but it was just very human because he talked about through all this honor and everything, he talked about how he was broken over the fact that he, you know, not only was this guy my friend, but I'm never going to be able to see him in that screen again or ask him yeah. uh, to do another, another take, take, you know, and um, the other thought piece that I thought was the most touching is, you know, I've known this guy for four years and he's been dealing with cancer and pain and, 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 and dealing with it for his, the entire time that I've known him. And I thought that was, you know, to have a friend for that long and, and not understand that he was going through those kind of things. I mean, he talked, like you said, he talked about how he was visiting sick kids. Ryan Coogler talked about during, during quarantine, how he was sending him vegan recipes and making sure his family was eating right. So this is the last thing I want to say about this because this is very touching and I think that it's very profound. I'm going to pick up my notes and I'm going to read a little bit because I think this is really important. I talked about that commencement speech from 2018 at Howard University. It's, like I said, 35 minutes long. I, I, really, I really wish that everybody would go watch it. But I think the, the one piece that I took out of it is relative to anybody at any time in their lives, probably even more relevant now. And, you know, this is a long spiel and I kind of paraphrase it, but what Chad said was that sometimes you need to feel the sting of defeat to activate the purpose, the word that Brad used purpose that is predestined inside of you. The struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. Mm-hmm. We in our lives get caught up in, I didn't get this. I didn't get that job. I didn't get that role. I didn't, you know, get the starting quarterback job. We oftentimes get caught up in the things that we didn't achieve in our lives, but we never take the time to analyze how those failures shaped us and helped us get to who we were really supposed to be. You know, I don't want to steal a line. You know, what did Downey say in Endgame? Part of the, you know, the, 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 the journey is the, the part of the story that matters or whatever. I'm paraphrasing that as well. But, you know, I think the reality is that we can all learn a lesson from this from this young man who who is now passed away. And, and, you know, is that don't get caught up in the goal. Focus on the things, the bumps, the challenges, mm. the opportunities along the way that shape you to be the person that you really want to be. So I love it. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the mic and the stage. Yeah, no, no, that, that's well said. And, you know, Brad, before we get to you, I mean, you know, one of the things that Ryan and I enjoyed uh, on our conversation with you is we feel you obviously have that same mentality. No doubt. And that's why we, we hit it off from the gate. You. you know, there, there's so many people. And I mean, we, we've all done it. I've been guilty of it where I'm like, I'm not where I'm quote unquote supposed to be at yet. And, you know, as I've gotten older, I've finally gotten to be like, you know what? Everything to be cliche does happen for a reason. And, you know, the fact that, that this gentleman was dealing with this and nobody knew except for his immediate family, and he still was going out there and signing autographs for kids and, and doing whatever. And I mean, still, you know, I mean, up, up until obviously recently, you know, at the top of his shape, you know, I, I didn't see the, his last uh, social media message. I saw it. And well, no, I, I saw it after the fact. No, I saw I hated, it. I hated so much that you know, that there were, of course, trolls out there yeah. doing what they do. And that's exactly what they do, plain and simple. You know, I, I tell, and I've told you guys this, you know, I, you know, my daughter, she's trying to be a director in film. I'm like, people are going to hate on your shit no matter what. Like, you just need to do what makes you happy. And Brad, that's why we love talking to you. And that's why you're such an inspiration for us and being a part of this show. Thank you. So, you know, we're, we're, we're glad 
that this gentleman got to spend, you know, instead of spending those last days with people kind of being like giving them, and I mean, I can only imagine, I, I can't speak for him, obviously, but if I were to tell you guys, I only had but so long to live, you know, you know, you're going to have those conversations where everybody's kind of looking at you at a certain way. And he didn't want to have that happen. Obviously, he, he had that had that, that, that conversation with his family. But I mean, obviously, still a terrible loss. But at the end of the day, though, I mean, the, the courage and everything that he did to play these amazing roles while battling through that, like I choked up a little bit the other day talking to my daughter about it because, you know, she she's she's a comic book fan, but she's not a comic book fan like you and I are. You know, she likes some films. She loves Black Panther. And, uh, you know, she was like, you know, damn dad, why, you know? And I was like, <laughs> like I said, I started cheering up, I, tearing up. I said, I, I don't know why, honey, apparently God needed him more than we did. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that was just kind of like my part about it. So Brad, if you want to <laughs> keep going before I, actually yeah, I want to, I want to touch on a few things. Um, you know, I, I didn't know Chadwick personally. I've, I've met him, you know, and, and people in the industry I'm connected to know him, but, um, he didn't want cancer to define him right and and that is powerful yeah. and he also the roles he did he wasn't doing it for him like think about it. yeah like doing black panther what he sought out to do with black panther and i want to say hollywood reporter just released a, a few articles today um talking about saying that it was his immediate family his agent and his trainer that right. knew right. kevin feige didn't even know yeah and that right. is just like that's Crazy. how close close to the vest that he he kept this and you know that is something to be admired because we could all fall in the oh pity party everybody shower me with love but right. he did not want that yeah you know and his agent uh I believe his name is Michael Green was talking about that saying that his mom instilled that in him that it's not about you so yeah. stop having people fuss over you you know, and once again, going back to how selfless he was, yeah. that's right there. And going back to uh, things that happened for a reason, I actually had a conversation with a friend the other day and she was expecting a phone call on an opportunity. And she was like, you know, today's the day, you know, it, it's today's the day something's going to happen. And she, she didn't get the call. And I said, look, not getting a call it's still something happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have to look at it like that, That's you right. know? So, you know, it might not have been what you expected, but at the same time, something happened and it was the lack of something happening to which it was, you know, something happening. So that was just a perspective play on that where it's like, huh, well, I guess the fact that nothing happened means something happened. So, okay, cool. Right. Now I can, I can take that. And, you know, the, the brilliance that you spoke about, Save of, of how Chadwick would try to get involved in every aspect of the industry right. so he could understand how each individual piece of the machine worked because then he could control the entire machine. That's right. And that's something that I respect and admire about him because I'm, I'm the same way out here. I, I wear many different hats. I want to learn as much about the industry as possible so I can move effectively and be impactful in the stuff that I do. Um, so that's something that, you know, Chadwick is just, you know, um, Michael B. Jordan talked about it. He, he's devoted the rest of his life to living as Chad did. And that's something that, you know, I, 
I try to live a very purposeful life mm. and now even more so I'm, I'm fired up to just, you know, I think that's a look at the response. You talked about that all across the world. Yeah. The, 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 his, his post um, was the most liked tweet ever. That's right. And, and that's like, that just shows you the impact on a global scale that mm-hmm. this one person had. Yeah. And, and, and it's not just about, he was a superhero and he played one on TV and film. Like it's not about that. It's about his impact and what he stood for, his character, his reputation, how he treated other people. And that is what matters. That's how people will remember you. You know, my Angelo's quote, famous quote, you know, they'll remember how you made them feel. That is the only thing how people remember. They'll forget what you said. They'll forget what you did, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. And that's something that's so impactful. Yeah. So like for me, like I try to go day to day basis and make sure that I'm impacting people in a positive way and leaving a lasting impression. Mm-hmm. I hope that I have a fraction of, of impact that Chadwick did when, when my book closes, you know, that's, that's something we all should strive for because that is a, a meaningful and lasting impression that, you know, He'll live forever, right? That that is that's what impact is. So you may make millions of dollars, you may be a flash in the pan, famous person, but like, will people ultimately remember you? What kind of impact and change did you instill, not only for yourself but the people around you? And that's what Chadwick did, and that's why he's mourned so much across the globe. And and people don't understand that, right. you know. Oh, he's just a movie star. No, nah, dude. No, he's not. More than that. Way. No, Right. And, you know, we, we unfortunately went through that last year or maybe the year before. It was when Stan Lee passed. Yeah. Um, you know, where we were doing a Stan Lee tribute episode because, yeah. you know, Stan Lee has had such a great, profound effect on, on our life. And then you had people out there like uh, Old Boy on HBO who actually made a, a, a freaking appearance on Spider Man and got cut. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Bill Maurer. You know, made, Bill Maher. Made, made, yeah, Bill Maher. That's it. You know, made that asinine comment about you know all these fanboys out there crying or whatever. It's like, hey, you you were in a MCU film. I'm sorry that your scene got some cut people out. don't get it, man. Hey, you jealousy's know? a bitch, man. Yeah, right. Jealousy's you know, a bitch. And, 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 and that's my thing too. It's like, yes, yes, we are mourning someone who happens to be a part of the MCU. But I can tell you right now, because of his other roles. Um, you know, on 42 as, as James Brown, like this is still a gigantic loss to the community. And, and just like you were saying too, Brad, like everything he's done for so many people, like every video I ever see of Chadwick is him going to like visit people or like hanging out with, uh, Jimmy Fallon and, yeah. and uh, that whole thing. When, when people were coming up and they were just, they thought they were talking to a black Panther poster and yeah. they know that, that he oh, was yeah, behind yeah. the poster. Yeah. Genius, you know what I yeah. mean? Like. All that, and he knew like how much this role meant. And I talked to Save about this when I went to go first see End, uh, Endgame for the first of many times. It was <laughs> you know Black Panther before that introduced a lot of you know people of color to the MCU, and you know we we we, we all get it. And I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a great movie. He's a fantastic character. And then at the end of Endgame, when he goes. Infinity Half War. the movie theater was Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they were like, we just got him. You know what I mean? And yeah. that was their reaction. It's like, we just got like our black superhero. And like, are you telling me that he's gone now? 
Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, they didn't know the story. They didn't know anything else. But at the same time, not only did he uplift uh, in an, an entire culture to let them know that, hey, listen, anyone, it's almost like Tony Stark. Like, well, don't get me wrong. I mean, we all love Tony Stark, but it, it does take billions of dollars to make those suits. But <laughs> at the same time, though, where it was like, you know, especially for, for people of color, like, you know, I can be a king, too. I can also do these things as sure. well. Where before that, we really it was it was really just kind of Blade. And that was it. And Blade was just more of a vigilante, which I love the Blade movies. We, you know, we all know, we talk about the Blade movies all day long. But, you know, he was a vigilante to where it's like you can actually be a king, you know, kind of coming from nothing and do whatever you want. Brad, you talk about, um, you know, lasting impression and impact. I think the one thing that everybody should remember is this. In Endgame, when they come back, the first person to walk through the portals is T'Challa. <laughs> and saying that just gave me chills. Yeah. So the first time everybody that's watching this and everybody out there that views this and listens to this watches Endgame, remember that when they all come back, when you hear Cap on your left and the portals start to open, that the first person that's going to walk through that portal is Chadwick Boseman. And it's going to feel a lot different this time. It felt like, remember, everybody was cr crying and sad yeah. and hearing. It's going to feel that way every time. Well, what I, I, I haven't, I want to watch Black Panther, but I don't know if I have the strength to do so right now. Yeah, right. Uh, I passed up a couple watch parties um, celebrating him. I just like, you know, there, there's one in line in, in Black Panther when that, um, air vehicle crashes and then he gets up on top of it and you know his mask just and he he goes you know i never yielded and as yeah. you can see i am not dead yeah. and that he knew what he was fighting in that moment personally he was fighting cancer when he said that yeah so everything just hits different now you know and yeah. and it's it's uh you know the, the death is not the end. It's a stepping off point. Like all these iconic leadership, spiritual quotes that came from T'Challa and his culture and, and Black Panther with, you know, the Wakandans and just all of it. it. It was just, it's such a, you know, just a tragedy. And, and it's, uh, you know, I saw, he was at a Steeler game, Saba, last year. He, he went to a preseason game and all my guys were taking pics with him and I was looking at the pictures and my first thought and not in a negative derogatory way whatsoever, like the trolls. Sure. My first gut thought was he's not well. And that, I don't know why, but that right. was my, I was like, he's sick. Like he, he looked very thin. Yeah. He looked older. And once again, I'm not being derogatory. Sure. Right. I love yeah. Chadwick, but my first like, Oh my God, like, something's wrong yeah and when nothing came out after that the that photo those photos that were released i was like all right maybe maybe he's just going you know christian bell on a roll and well that's what i was thinking in. right yeah. but but once again th my thing was like this was right after endgame bro so he dropped a ton of weight and like it, it, it wasn't like a healthy weight drop, you know. For me, it just yeah. like I don't know. It was my gut? My gut was like something's wrong. No, I, and, I hear and, you. I hear and you. I just nothing was ever like. Generally, you have oh, so and so sick after a picture like that comes out, but like nothing, nothing came out. So I was like, all right, maybe I'm just, 
you know, I'm, I'm wrong, you know, God bless. I hope he's okay. And then when, when the news hit, my buddy called me and I was like, no, they're no, this is fake. This is not real. And then I, my first thought was that, that photo. And I I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even see the, the live stream that he recently did. I didn't see that most recent, you know, uh, July, August stuff that hit. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm referring to what I saw last July, August. So I saw it. And just like you said, uh, you know, I thought I, I, the Christian Bale reference that you made yeah. is exactly what I thought of at the time. I thought he was yeah. just doing some crazy Christian Bale weight loss for some role yeah. or that he had like gone like super vegan and really cleaned up his yeah, diet yeah. because you see lots of times when people go on crazy vegan or keto diets, like they, mm-hmm. they, they thin, yeah. they lean out a lot. So I think that it's just really ironic that a guy who valued clearly valued privacy so much yeah had the most liked uh tweet ever on social media you know what i mean it's yeah. just it's sort of a complete um you know uh, count you know uh, just the conflict of of yeah. who he was as a person but you know right. like you said people loved him man so it, it just it just shows his level of impact and the admiration that people have uh, and, and the respect. I mean, look at the cast reading those those posts and those statements. Just heartbreaking, man. Like yeah, all of them. Letitia Letitia Wright put up this like eight minute IGTV video, and yep. it's like flowers and sunsets and ocean, and she's doing VO. And I was like, oh my god! Like it's yeah. just I I can't imagine. Just for the fact that you know, I always try to leave each and every day with, you know, good vibes and, and mm. no regrets and, and no ill will or beef with anyone because you just don't know, you know, you just don't know when your book's going to close. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I talk to my mom 15 times a day. I talk to my grandparents all the time. Like my closest people, I keep them so incredibly close for that reason. Um, yeah. And, you know, those people, even, even Kugler and Michael B were like, I thought we had more time, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and that is so devastating to hear because, you know, you made like Kugler was writing lines for Chadwick to say in Black Panther. Yeah. Right. There too. Like, dude, like they, they just, and the, in the article I mentioned earlier, um, Feige was sent an uh, alert, an urgent email saying like regarding Chadwick Boseman. And by the time he saw it, Chadwick had passed. That's crazy. An hour later. And, and that's what, what I that's what I told we we were Brian and I were together. Yeah. Uh when we found out last Friday night we were we were celebrating a friend's birthday party and I looked at him and I said, "Man, I bet you Disney doesn't even know about this yeah. because it just feels like if people had known, they would have made it a bigger deal." Oh, you know, so I just sure. knew. I just I knew that nobody could have possibly known because yeah. you can't keep a secret like that. No. Well, dude, they, they did. And that's what's just uh credit to his inner circle for yeah. respecting him and his wishes. Yeah. But uh, I'm just, you know, it's, it's just so sad and devastating to just think about, you know, what he went through and how selfless he was in that yeah. journey yeah, for the last four years, man, civil yeah. war. I mean, he, he had everything going during, during in, infinity war and game black Panther. Like he did all of that, including like a handful of other films. And, and it's just, you know, I, I, I try to think about, you know, the, the article was also talking about how um, Chadwick was confident that he was going to beat this. Like yeah. he yeah, was right. trending exactly. in the right direction. And then 
something took a turn for the worst and and that was it and i just it's devastating man and and i just uh yeah. you know thoughts and prayers to his loved ones and you know Everybody, he's definitely exactly, gonna be missed exactly thoughts and prayers to the bozeman family i mean the guy was i mean he was on his way to being the next denzel i mean let, let, let's be real yeah. here yeah. uh you know just for the short 100%. catalog that he had you know i know that we talked before you know, uh, we went live, you know, I mean, he's going to be, he's going to be compared to James Dean and, and Bruce Lee, like people that were unfortunately cut short before their, their prime. And, you know, it breaks my heart. It does. And it's this is not, again, this is, this is beyond MCU. This is someone that was hundred percent so selfless, uh, just a great person. Yeah. Like I said, I'm getting choked up over here, but yeah. you know, being a dad myself, so. yeah. Um, you know, he's got a family, and for him to do all that, it's it's amazing. I mean, you know, again, big big props to to the Bozeman family out there. So, uh, sorry, it's the first time I ever cried on screen, but yeah, I mean, Rightfully the guy so. was literally a a true true talent, and thought about others before him, and for his family and all of them to keep it a he, secret. He was I mean, a real king, amazing. man, and that everybody keeps saying, "Rest in power, king," and and mm -hmm. it's rightfully so i mean he just it was that impact and the, the caring for others first and foremost um and he proved that day in and day out and and you know thinking back to that one uh i think it was uh serious xm where he sat down with the cast yep that's what Black it was yeah he was talking yeah. about the the kids who were fighting cancer and, right. and how they said we just have to stay alive to see this movie that's right and yeah. chadwick started to cry yep. and looking back now that hits different man like he was fighting his own battle of cancer simultaneously. It's just like, it, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I can't say enough about Chadwick and I, I wish I would have had more opportunities to speak with him. Um, you know, you kind of take those opportunities for granted and mm -hmm. oh, I'll see him at the next premiere, or, right. you know, cause I, I spoke to him, like I said, age of Ultron. And then I saw him at infinity war and Endgame, And he was actually at the captain Marvel premiere and you just kind of res be respectful and let them, sure. you know, have their, have their time. But I always make it a point to talk to as many people as I can, but looking back, I wish I would have, you know, taken one more stab at it. Um, but uh, like I said, the one thing I can take away is just, you know, wanting to do more. Uh, and I'm not talking like be a movie star. I'm talking like leave it lasting impact like Chadwick did mm -hmm. um, to the level of admiration and respect across the world and that's that's something a lot of celebrities and big name people can hopefully take notes on because it's bigger than them mm. and chadwick brought that to life man and you know he was he was a very selfless person we can see that you know because most celebrities not, i don't want to say most a lot of celebrities with the selfies and everything else you know you didn't see that with chadwick if anything was being posted it was i'm sure his team you know being like hey you know he's at this children's hospital over here signing yep. some autographs you know again just just a great sign of who he was and i mean i i really can't imagine battling through all that doing monster movies in that four-year time blockbuster period. films yeah i mean he he accomplished a lot and uh off of you know the the wakandan salute right everybody knows that uh because of that but it was funny he was talking about on a radio interview that people were saying that he's tired of it he's sick of it he's done doing it and he was like no not at all he's like if you come up to me and tell me to do it 
that's when I get pissed off because I'm not, he's like, I'm not a monkey doing a trick. Right. He's like, he's like, it's a salute. If you do it to me, I do it to you. That's what that is. And I loved how he put that because that's, it's true. That's what it was. You watch the film. Like any time somebody did that, he did it right back. Like that was a, a sign of respect, love and admiration. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I saw really that. Cool I saw that. that, and he talked about how like he wants this world to be like Wakanda, right? Like he wants everybody to feel like they can just sort of salute. And and it's funny, right? I think back on uh, when is it? It's in Infinity War, right? When when uh, when Rhodey when yeah. Cheadle tells uh, Ruffalo, he's like, "It's a king, Neil," and he Neil, he's like, "Yeah, no, we, we don't do that here." You know what I mean? We don't do that, yeah. <laughs> but that's. <laughs> You know what, but that just kind of further yeah. perpetuates what you were saying about that salute, right? It's it's not about like I'm your king and, and you look at me like this is like, what's up, man? You know, like it's just love and respect. How you doing? Yeah, love yeah. and respect. Love, and, respect, and admiration. For sure. and, and that's you know, we definitely need more of that in this world and, and it takes a uh, lot to transcend culture, man. And yeah. <laughs> what he's what he's done you know, with, with, a, with a movie character has, has done that in, in, you know, his legacy will, he won't be forgotten. For sure. And, and like you mentioned, you referenced Blade, but you know, is Blade ultimately a, a kid friendly hero? Right. Uh, not really. Right. So I, I would like Chadwick set the yeah. stage. He was yeah. the, the biggest first, if you will, African-American superhero. And now you, you have Black Adam coming out and yeah. like I said, Shang-Chi and, and the diversity aspect of this beautiful industry. And it's just like seeing the videos and the photos of the young kids who are having memorials with their yeah. action figures. It's devastating, oh, man. Yeah. But oh, it just shows God, yeah. you, it just shows you how, you know, important this shit is yeah. to some people. Like, I mean, we look at my room look at you guys like we're, we're on a, a nerd podcast a pop culture podcast Ooh. like this stuff impacts our livelihoods oh, and, yeah. and and it's it's bigger than just entertainment so you know it, that's something that you know if it brings you happiness embrace it and and this is something, yeah. something that I, I know for a fact that his legacy will definitely live on and and uh, I, I'm glad to say that his impact on the industry as a whole certainly for the better and uh we're going to see more diversity and inclusivity and um i know his circle and his friends will be advocates for that even more moving forward yeah uh, agreed and you know I, I said earlier before we started the podcast we're not going to get into um who replaces them just, no. just out of respect um you know that that's neither here nor there we'll see what happens uh, at the end of the day, though, I agree with you 100%. I mean, it, it's definitely one of those things to where it, it did transcend. You know, granted, like, Blade was in the 90s, and it was, I will say this, if, if it's not for Blade, I don't think that we get a lot of superhero movies after that. So, yeah, I don't think we get the X-Men films, especially for being a rated R film with, with a black lead character. But to everybody else, though, around the world, though, yeah, I mean, it is it is Chadwick Boseman. It is Black Panther. And, I mean, the roles he's played, obviously, Jackie Robinson, uh, James Brown, you know, Floyd Little, like, even, in, you know, a small cameos. Like, the, the guy has made a gigantic impact in the industry, and it's, it's, a, it's a tough L. You know, I was telling Saber this last night when we were getting interviewed, you know, um, 
I, I know that they've kind of lowered the standards as far as getting tested for colon cancer from 50 to 45. But nowadays it's like, well, why not make it 40? I mean, none of us would ever, you know, want to willingly sign up for that. But at the same time, though, it is one of the deadliest cancers out there. And because of someone like that, because I had to I got I had to look at how old he was. Like, yeah. I had no idea he was 43. I thought I thought the guy was in like his early to mid 30s, if that. Yeah. You know, and for him to, to die of that disease, you know, and I just turned 40. I mean, immediately I'm like, well, shit, I need to make an appointment. You so, really, you know, I mean, re- re- I'm 31. So like, I'm already like, well, shit, maybe right. I should start like it's in and, and that, you know, God bless him. But maybe it's a, a wake up call for a lot of people to, right. to get checked out and, and raise awareness on it. And I, I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it loud and proud. Fuck cancer yeah. yeah just straight yeah up. fuck cancer and sure as hell fuck 2020 big facts Goodness gracious we can't catch any more owls well fellas uh you know before we sign off like any other you know comments uh you know shout outs brad i know that you were you know you're, you're working on the show i don't know what all you can say right now as far as yeah you know the podcast but you know please let us know where you know people that may just be tuning in and listen to the podcast where they can find you this that, and the other and then sure. say about the same yeah, I mean, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Brad R. Lambert. Um, that's my top platform. You can follow all my my journeys and experiences on there. It'd be good to have you. Feel free to reach out. Um, I'm working on a few film projects and, and TV projects right now. Um, the one thing I will say, which I think was loud and clear with this whole situation, is just be kind to one another. Mm-hmm. You don't know what people are fighting and going through. Nobody knew Chadwick Boseman was fighting cancer for four years. Nobody. And the the comments and the hate and the jokes and the derogatory Ugh. shit that was thrown his way was disgusting and, and embarrassing. And um, I pity and, and just I feel bad for the people who have that much hate in their hearts mm-hmm. to, to say and do shit like that. Um, but, you know, just be kind to one another. If you don't have anything nice to say, just shut your mouth. Um, it's pretty simple um and you know hopefully people can take this horrible loss and and turn it into a positive by how we move forward with our lives and and hopefully pick up some of the slack that has now gone with chadwick well said well said saba any uh, you know what i'm gonna this this is a tribute to uh, a great person and a great human being. So I, I'm going to save all my normal plugs from my other, from my other <laughs> venues. I just want to say, you know, I want to double down on what Brad said. I think everybody love everybody to, to quote our, 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 our co-host mm-hmm. Mateo. Um, I thought you, you were going to say Jackie Moon. No. <laughs> well, Dude, it's originally where it came yeah. from though. <laughs> but, but but Matt Matt sort of coined it at this point. Just do better. Challenge yourself to do better. Don't mm-hmm. don't 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 have other people challenge you to do better. Be better for you. Um it's it's contagious. So so do Kindness better. is contagious. And love everybody. And the the other thing too, look, nobody's fucking perfect. You certainly aren't perfect. All right. I'm not perfect. Keep your shit to yourself. Like shut your mouth. Like we've gotten this, this social media culture where everybody's a critic and everybody's an expert and everybody can say whatever they want to say because they're hidden behind a computer or a cell phone Just shut the fuck up. Like period. Like it's, if you don't have anything nice to say, just be quiet. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. Elevate each other. You know, like it's that simple. Say, Saba, like, 
I hate that hat, but you look nice today. Like <laughs> it's you. stuff like that where just elevate others. Well, you know? I knew you, I knew you were going to be here. So I, so I made sure I edged it up real nice. for you. <laughs> I love it. I'm a Steeler fan. That's why I'm giving him shit. Um, but uh, yeah, anyways, just be kind, spread love and kindness. Um, we certainly need it now or never. Oh, right. Agreed. This has been a, you know, with COVID, everything else going on, it's been a brutal year. Yeah. Uh, Brad, thank you again so much for joining yeah, thanks us. Thanks for having Please me. Thank sure you. You check him out. You guys hang out for a second before we sign off. Saba, make sure you check out his podcast, watercooler.com. Of course, Zero Dark Nerdy. At the end of the day, though, um, any prayers you can send over to the Bozeman family. That's what means the most right now. Um, and that's it. So Donate donate to yeah. Colin Cancer Research. Show that's love. Right. Support his causes continue his legacy best we can exactly exactly so thank you guys so much for joining us and uh we'll catch you on the next one later in my culture death it's not the end it's more of a stepping off point you reach out with both hands and bust and segment they lead you into the green belt where you can run forever sounds very peaceful thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube